I don't have video. Yeah. I just, I don't want to be the only one. <laughs> I, no, I, no, I'm saying I don't see Curl's video. Oh, I see it. You don't see it yet? No. <laughs> oh, there we go. Right. Hello and welcome to episode 318 of the AFK podcast for the week of December 19th. I am your host, Whitney, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week is Logan. Merry Christmas. And Curls. Hello, everybody. Hello and welcome. Um, this week, I didn't get up to a whole lot. Logan, I'm getting a lot of feedback from your speakers. Um, I have been having to study for my driving test. So I got to get a whole new driver's license. And with that, because it's been so long, I got to do like the whole skills and written test. And I did the written test one time. And because I was already there at the DMV, so I was like, screw it. And I failed it. But you know what? I should not fail a driving question if, okay, so the question went something like, if the bus is stopped and it's flashing yellow lights, and I'm like, you stop. And like you like you know you stop altogether. It was wrong. You should go through with caution. I'm sorry. I should not get that wrong because I was even safer than what the <laughs> law requires. Fuck you, DMV. Um, so I just kind of played League of Legends and I dove into the Riot Forge game Hextech Manium, which is like the uh, game beat game, which is really fun. Like the music's pretty good. I've enjoyed it. What about you, Curls? Um, for me, I finally finished Deathloop. I finished it on stream. <gasps> and um, I, so I got one ending last night, and then I went back and played the other ending off stream earlier today. And man, that game is good. Um, so in my stream, one of uh, 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 this chick from Russia, she like is like in love with the game. Like she loves the lore, all this other kind of stuff. She's been steadily dropping me clues and hints while I've been playing it on stream, well, uh, we actually uh, did the, you know, like the, the protagonist can hunt the, or invade the, the, uh, the I mean, the antagonist can invade the protagonist kind of a, a Dark Souls style, right? So um, we were talking earlier, she was on stream and she was like, well, hop in and, and let me show you some hidden stuff. So, so we were in there just running around, and she was showing me all of these secrets, and they, it's like the game didn't know what to do with us because I wasn't fighting anybody, and she was just blowing everybody up, and I was standing there watching. It, <laughs> it, it was hilarious. Like we went, we went to to like the the very last secret ending and everything. It, it was it was it was it was real fun. Nice. I'll have to check out Death Loop sometime. Yeah, you should. It, it's. It's that, that you know how how near was like my 2017 sleeper hit of the year. Uh huh. This one is uh, my 21 sleeper hit of the year. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. What about you, Logan? I haven't been doing much. Um, just a little bit of StarCraft II here and there. Uh, it's been brutal with with work this week. So work and life uh, get in the way of uh, uh, gaming, but. I should be able to get to something next week. I'm not sure Deathloop can count at a sleeper hit anymore because it's won all the awards and it's got all the hype now after its release. It was a sleeper hit on release date, but I think it's it's come roaring back now. I think... Well, it, it, it didn't get Game of the Year, so it's still a sleeper hit, Dan. <laughs> it should have gotten Game of the Year. I think you're using your uh, webcam microphone or something and not your mic mic, 
Logan. Technology and you just have not been going well today. <laughs> He's over there Yosemite salmon it up. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything just in case. How's that? Now can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I yeah, saw Curl's eyes. Oh, was it loud and bad? Yeah, because it was like the fan or something just came through really loud. Oh, that was funny. It may or may not be mining as well right now. Well, you want to talk about a sleeper hit, kind of on to the news. Um, Hades, the game Hades by Supergiant Games, was the first to win a Hugo Award, which is kind of relatively exciting. Yeah, that is interesting. So it's the first time they've included a video game category, and they gave it to that. And that, that's been around now for a couple of years. I think that's awesome. Because if you think about games like um, uh, The Last of Us, uh, even, even um, God of War, the latest one, I don't know if it had a, a second subtitle on it, but I thought the writing in those games I thought was just phenomenal, like very well done. Um, in God of War, I think the character development Absolutely. Like, just fantastic. And The Last of Us, I thought, was a super great story up until the end. I don't think The Last... In the end, I... Are you talking about the other games included? Because I don't know what else was included in nomination. Or are you talking about the studio? I just mean overall. I... Yeah, just overall. Like, in terms of games being nominated for a Hugo Award, oh. which is an award for writing. Yeah, right? liter so I yeah think literary. 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 Yeah. Because I see, I see here that uh, the other games nominated were Spiritfarer, the Last of Us 2, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, oh, and Blaze Ball. I've not heard of Blaze Ball. I don't know what Blaze Ball is, but I, I don't I don't know. And I don't even know if Animal Crossing New Horizons is really kind of worthy of of this kind of award. I think if anything like Nier would be more worthy of an award like this for its storytelling and what it makes you question like in just overall um but i do think like hades out, out of all these games like hades is definitely the most deserving um and, and the studio is always pumped out like really amazing games in terms of storytelling and music you know i hesitate because hades is a good game it's got interesting mechanics and for me though so far now i've not finished it so let's put that caveat out there the writing so far is just okay i am interested or i'm curious but not yet interested if i can make that distinction in uh in hades yeah yeah i also haven't and i've said it before hades is a game i need to play so it, it, it's a game i haven't played but i think back on transistor and i think back i think if anything out of the three probably bastion would probably be better suited for this award yeah like and, and you're right like I'm going to say this out of ignorance because I have not yet played um, Animal um, and Animal <laughs> Crossing New Horizons. I haven't played it yet, so I don't know. But the gameplay in it doesn't seem like it's a story-driven game. I don't know. We need some of our, our viewers to jump in on that and let us know. I feel like Animal Crossing is just kind of like its predecessors with maybe some new additions now like you have wi-fi and you can like intermingle between other players but it's not a game that i really see as having great uh story depth to it yeah exactly 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes, you know, you just need a fun game. You go and collect stuff and you make stuff. Like, I think that's great. But I, I think Mir should have been on this. That's my gripe. Anyway. Yep. And I'll just, I'll just reiterate what I said before. I think they should have had this award before. And I think the games that I said before should have been up for it. Because I think that makes a stronger case uh, than what I see Maybe I do need to finish Hades. Maybe it gets better. I haven't hit the hook yet. That's all. I don't disagree with you, though. I think I agree with you. There are games out there that are better suited for this. Um, so Studio 343 has received that, uh, threats over their subreddit. So everybody really? is just, um, yeah, everybody's been kind of upset with how Halo has come out. So the subreddit was temporarily shut down because angry gamers won't stop being toxic assholes, as um, Kotaku puts it out there. Over the Halo, the Reddit's uh, Halo subreddit fans, uh, whatever, received insults, threats, and more over Halo Infinite's lack of content. Uh, it's okay to be upset, but firstly, it is never okay to send threats. I, I don't know why this has to be said. <laughs> That's yeah, not okay. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can only like to think that it's a select few loud people rounding out all the good because you only ever hear the bad, right? Very, very little detail. And I agree with some of the issues, not the messaging and not the way they've done it. But uh, I think we spoke about this last week. Like Halo, from what they showed last year to what they released this year, Great, great job. Uh, gameplay, good job. Implementation of the grappling hook, I feel was good. Uh, releasing your single campaign without multiplayer is weird. Not having Forge as an investor is, what are you doing? That's, that's money you're leaving on the table. Like, you need to have this shit ready to go. But that's as an investor. As an angry gamer, you know what? I, I, I wanna say No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky promised the world, delivered less than nothing, and did a redemption arc over, what, three, three years, four years? Uh, but I would have no problem suggesting everyone play a bit of No Man's Sky today because I think it's an absolutely fab fabulous game. Um, is, like, here, let me say it a different way. Is Halo Infinite worth full price today? That I can't answer because I haven't played the campaign enough. Curls, have you played it? No, I haven't played it yet. But, um, I mean, the, the thing is, is that even... The, ba the, the barrier for entry for Halo is at most $15 a month. For most people, it's a dollar for, for, the, for the campaign. So, like, I don't get what all the bitching is about. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, I, can, I, can, I can see where you wouldn't, like, you know, like more stuff in a particular title. But when a studio has a reputation for releasing stuff, you know, and, and kind of revitalizing it through the news cycle. Like, what the hell do you expect? Um, there are very few games where they, where the studio releases everything day one and you never hear anything aside from maybe a patch ever again. Like, that just, that's just not the days that we're in. So I don't, I don't understand what, what all the fuss is about. You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I think we can say it is a, fine playable game today it is yeah. above average i wouldn't call it mediocre it yeah. could be better and, and and you know if you flip it on its head 
if they did release everything day one and never released anything aside from maybe a patch or two, then they'd be fussing about, well, they just released the game and we didn't get anything else. And it's like, well, goddamn, what, what the hell? It, <laughs> exactly. $15, $15, you know what I'm saying, for, hell, actually, it's probably less than that because you don't have to have Game Pass Ultimate. You just need Game Pass, right? So that's mm-hmm. what, $10 a month? Come on, man. I, yeah, shoot. I, yeah. It's not like yeah. most of them then aren't paying, like, you know, you're not paying $60 for the full game. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see, I can even see if it were Final Fantasy VII Remake on the Epic Store at $70. Then I can understand the grab. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know, man. I maybe, do want to, sorry, keep going. Uh, I was going to say, maybe in my old age, I'm just like, there's no, the, the logic isn't logicking. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to clarify what I said. I did say uh, it didn't release with multiplayer. I meant to say it didn't release with co-op. Uh, is what I meant. So just to just to clarify that, um, yeah, I agree. Like I wasn't even thinking about it from the uh, Xbox Game Pass angle. I mean, that makes it even more WTF, peeps. Like, there's a lot more uh, in video game land for you guys to get you people to get angry at, and and this really isn't it. Uh, the game's playable. The game was released in a good condition, uh, and new additional features will come online. As an investor, I understand your gripe that they are leaving money on the table, which they're, you're missing out on in terms of investor. That's that's about it. Co-op would be nice. Hey, who are you guys to, to release a, a game in you know 2021 without co-op? Uh, again, at the very most, it will affect sales. Uh, it, it Does it suck for gaming? Yeah, I, I guess you could say that, but you still have single player campaign. You still have multiplayer, just, yeah. You know, I it, mean, I'm sorry. There's a gang of titles that release without uh, a good co-op like Borderlands 3 had some co-op but it didn't have the co-op that it has now where you can play on literally play on anything and and you know connect up regardless of platform and and, and go go at it co-op so I mean stuff changes and typically it gets better if they have a, 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 dev, a dev cycle but you know, when, when you're dealing with schedules and all this other kind of stuff, you're going to reach a point to where you have to be like, okay, this is enough to release. I can see if it was crashing on everybody or, or, or not running stable, but that doesn't appear to be the case. They're hollering about content. It's like, come on, like, yeah, grow up. It, it kind of sounds like they're kind of griping over the fact that it's now free to play. And I think that's just kind of really weak and kind of silly. Um, yeah. Like I like they're they're pretty much giving you a free game, and every once in a while they release a battle pass, and it's usually no more ten to fifteen dollars. It's not like it's thirty twenty. And yeah, I mean fifteen dollars that can be kind of annoying, but if it's like a good battle pass, and buy it. And if you don't like the content, then don't buy it. Yeah. Right, and that's nail on the head right there. Don't be a douchebag and threaten people online. That's just that's, um, that's just lowbrow. Just vote with your dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's. It, I, I don't know, man. I'm just. And it's okay to like not like something, but again, like again, don't send threats. And there's a way to say you don't like something. I've been critical over Riot and whatnot, and I mean, I still play League of Legends, but I mean, when you like something, be critical of it. So Tencent acquires Turtle Rock Studios, the makers of Back for Blood. Wow, that was quick. 
wow is all I got. So, so, like, wow. And that also includes Evolve and Left for Dead. It does say in the article that the um, acquisition does not affect Back for Blood, the multi, like their multiplayer game, um, which is published by Warner Brothers Studios. Warner Brother Games, excuse me. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this, but I'm not going to threaten anyone over it. Yeah, Tencent is just snatching up so many game studios. I'm really not surprised. Yeah, same here. I mean, I'm, I'm like, uh, yikes. <laughs> it's kind of where I am. It's getting to the point, like, any small studio, if you come out with a hit game, like, be careful because Tencent is just looming right over your head. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of a, a weird first, but... This uh, new video game pulls in 55 million with no players, just through mm-hmm. NFTs. Or I'm probably saying this wrong, but just reading the title through Insider. A new video game project pulled in 55 million in less than one week entirely through NFT sales of virtual land. I was going to guess Star Citizen, but they have players, just no game. <laughs> I see every speaking of Star Citizens, I see screenshots of people. I'm like, I'm like, hmm, is that real? Like, because I've never seen somebody stream, and maybe I just like I've never really looked on Twitch, but I don't know. I never see any of my close friends talk about playing Star Citizen, so it's like a myth to me. I wonder if this game specifically. I don't know if I can say that because it's a question. I can ask a question. Um, could these games now be structured as uh, new pyramid schemes where creators create, now you have land, now you have to resell your plots of land? It, there's kind of nothing stopping it. There's nothing regulating it. There's actually nothing kind of stopping the whole game from just kind of folding under with no warning. That's the kind of risk you have when you mess around with cryptocurrency and NFTs. Right? Yeah, or am I wrong? Is- no, you're exactly right. What is the name of this specific game? Because I've heard another YouTuber. Uh, oh, the game is called Legacy. Legacy. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure I've heard of this specific one. So what I just said may not apply. Uh, it was a different game that I was thinking of. Like like we said before, NFTs, I am. I had a very deep conversation uh, with a coworker this week about the value of NFTs. Uh, and he did illustrate for me, no, no, there there is value there. Um, it's just all about the adaptation of the technology. This is kind of interesting. So you're talking about it being a pyramid scheme. So owning a land NFT allows you to start your own in-game blockchain business association and legacy. So yeah, that's kind of the same exact thing. Yes. So is that the definition of a pyramid scheme where it filters down? I mean, it looks like a pyramid, but I don't know if it is. I think it's possible that it could be. I think it might be hard to say. Um, I'm not sure how NFTs are structured, but from what I understood, it's still like a buy and sell thing. It's just that you're, whatever you're buying resides on the blockchain. Yes. Yeah. It is the deed of ownership is now on the blockchain. Yeah. So it, it, it's not like a, you know, if I sell it to you and then more people sell, oh, if I sell it to you, you sell to somebody else, like me at the top level still gets paid from those transactions up under it. Like, I don't think that that's how it works, right? I think you're absolutely correct. Yeah. So I am incorrect as to my assumption because 
the money only flows once for each transaction and mm -hmm. that's it. Okay. So the question that remains then is once this game's servers are shut off, those NFTs essentially are worthless, correct? Yeah, and the cryptocurrency tied to the game is also worthless. So that might like any other random MMO that we want to talk about that shut down. Yeah. Uh, but but the, like you're tying heavy money into this, I would be kind of really concerned. Like you're tying a lot of real world money into something where you see cryptocurrency come and go like on a dime. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. it's an interesting experiment, if anything. Yeah, I, I I'd agree. Um, it's also like uh, you know, the particular purchasers risk to take well. So, um. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch. Like I haven't, uh, I'm, you know, I, I own some. I haven't been trading like in a couple of years since they changed the laws. But uh, and I, so I haven't been following all the news very heavily. But you know, this this kind of interests interests me in how how uh, how it's going to play out, especially in the game space. Because uh, um, didn't Ubisoft announce that they were doing something with it too? With NFT. With NFTs? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Sorry, one some junior mints. We spoke about this last week. So they made this trailer announcement they were going to do it. And then the YouTube trailer got so slammed with dislikes, they pulled it off. Oh, yeah. It, so it, is that why YouTube turned off the dislike counter? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I, I'm curious, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think I'm trying to reconcile with myself the scam part of this. Um, what, do I trust Ubisoft to come out with a better implementation, a, uh, a usable implementation? And you know, what am I trying to say here? Like a, a, a not scam implementation, a viable, productive implementation where average users get value out of what they've done. I think Certainly possible. I th kind of think of it in a way the old school Diablo auction house is kind of exactly an nft just i don't know maybe i just don't understand yeah mm -hmm. see but i would trust ubisoft over some studio i've never heard of agreed because i think like in in the eyes of like um shareholders and in and all of that they're a public trading company right as far as i understand um so they would be held more accountable if, if things were to go awry Whereas some unknown studio is not accountable to the public. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I'm, I'm hesitantly excited to see the implementation and what happens. And I, I say it exactly like that so I can get a better understanding of the technology, the implementation and the value that comes from that. As far as cryptocurrency is, I think it's great because it's all about um, cheaply moving your money around and not at the behest of banks. I'm curious to see how it all plays out. So another studio has beaten Blizzard to um, creating its first video game union. So Vodio Games has unionized and they've become the first um, video game studio union in North America. There's already a few countries that have video game unions. Um, but I think still across the board globally, it's still a new thing and it's definitely obviously the first tier. But I think they're kind of fortunate 
in being able to do this when they only have 13 employees and um, a head that's willing to step aside and kind of allow it than when you're dealing with you know the number of employees that Blizzard has. That takes a lot more to organize and kind of work through. Yeah, that's true. Against such a big company, nonetheless. I find it curious that such a small company was the first. I I think maybe there was talks of it. Maybe it was just they kind of knew it was something that was going to happen and in some way wanted to be, and I, this is just my personal opinion, just kind of beat Blizzard to the punch and there's nothing wrong with it. But I think maybe at the, the level that they're at, it's more beneficial at that level to have a union. Yeah. Definitely easier to get going. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine that the conversation kind of went, Hey, Jim, you want a union? Yeah, okay. Stand it up and get a bank account. And that was kind of like it. <laughs> Make some they're, news. <laughs> they say they're organizing because they care so much about the work they do, and they want more of a say over how it's done and the conditions in which they work to actually make those games that they care about. That's a quote from the article. Then I want to know how things were prior that sparked this change because their their leader seems gung-ho to let the first union happen in the video game industry. So it doesn't sound like to me that this head is somebody that's really been against their employees. And I'm not saying, you know, that's a bad thing. I just I want to know how things were prior. Yeah. It, 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 if I had to guess, just just coming off of the uh, off of the dome, it, it was just like, uh, you know, the boss said, "I don't care either way." Um, and then he thought about it, and then someone from PR walked in and was like, "Hey, you can be the first one." It was like, "Do it, let's go." <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if not, we even wouldn't be talking about it, or we would. We wouldn't know who this unknown studio is so well they've came out um with a supposedly pretty big hit for this year uh beast breaker i haven't heard of it but it's a pinball strategy turn-based strategy game yeah i haven't we, heard of it till now so yeah but but now we know what it is which yeah. is it, what my guess is the point of of it was is for pr yeah i'm yeah. i can't disagree right. with that yeah. Much the same as leaks over the last few years have all become just marketing tools. Mm -hmm. And then um, when, when the masses don't like it, they just kind of let it quietly die down. So I think that's how they kind of gauge reaction. Like if people are going to like something, they just kind of leak it out there. So it's kind of smart in a way, though. Um, so that's kind of it for the news. Don't even really have a weekly topic. But you but hold on, I do have a weekly topic, and this is going to lead into, um, I know, Curls, you haven't seen Spider-Man, have you? No, but talk away, because we were talking about going to see it this week, and we don't really know any of the history, so. Well, we're not going to, we're not going to spoil anything, so. Yeah, we were just going to go see it, because everyone says that it's good. Have you seen the, the first, the other two Spider-Mans? I assume you have. No, okay, well, watch those first. Please watch those. I, I will say that. Watch those two Spider-Man movies, at the least. Which two? Uh, oh, um, far Homecoming from home and, and Far Homecoming. From Home. Okay. Um, and I'm like, and I, there, there's a reason I, I say that. Um, so when, when you, so this is the question I have for the weekly topic. When you go to a movie theater, do you expect people to shut up past previews? Mm -hmm. 
For the most part, I allow the Uin and Ein. Yes. I, I want to make that clear. Like, you, whenever the whole studio gasps or laughs, that laughs, wow, I can't talk, laughs, um, that's completely different than not even, like, you know, sticking your hand up and trying to quietly whisper into somebody's ear, but just flat out, like, talking. And, like, I'm a part of your conversation. It's so loud I can hear. So, yeah, I had to tell a lady and her son off. And she's like, all huffy. She's like, and her excuse is, I'm here with my son. I'm like, well, you know what? I paid for my ticket and so did everybody else. So shut up. Yeah. You know, go sit in the front if you want to talk where nobody is. Because I picked this seat because it was not near anybody. And you want to pick a seat right next to mine. I bet you that's not even the seat you picked at the front counter. <laughs> Yeah. I because I, I did my ticket online over the Regal app, but yeah. So I'm I'm happy like I'm not the only one that feels that way because I'm like, am I like wrong to kind of like be a little no. huffy? Because I try to cough like I try to get her attention very quietly, and like she wants to get huffy like when I finally give her the look. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. because I've had to tell her, hey, shut up all that damn noise, and, and then they, they want to get all huffy and be like, well, I paid. I was like, that's the point. I paid too. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I told her too. I'm like, so everybody in this theater um, paid for, for a seat. And like, this is my logic. Like, you know, after the previews and everything, like, everybody paid for their ticket. Everybody deserves peace and quiet. You shouldn't be taking out your phone. If you need to take out your phone, have your light on dim. You know, that's probably the most courteous thing you can do. Hers was on freaking bright. And she just wanted to shine it in my direction. And I'm like, lady, you are lucky you have your son with you because there's a lot of other things I want to say. Um, right. But she had, like, people right directly in front of her, and I wasn't even sitting next to them. I had to move a seat over, and I'm partially deaf. So if I can hear you over sound effects and, like, over the talking, there's something wrong. You're being loud, and I feel bad for everybody else that has to deal with it. Some people just don't have any, any, any sense of common courtesy. It's just the best way to put it. And it, it, it is annoying because it's like only what their needs and wants exist. And and there's no, no um, you know what I mean? It, I don't even know how, how else to say it, but it's annoying as hell. But I'm kind of happy I did that in front of her son. So maybe her son can see this is an acceptable behavior, like right. in, in, in public spaces, you know, and you you should be able to live your life but when you go to something like that you understand there's a certain courtesy just like i feel like right now there should be an unlying courtesy where you don't pick seats directly next to people unless it's an absolutely packed theater which mine wasn't i went at like 12:40 in the afternoon so i could avoid people yeah i mean and personally i don't care if someone sits next to me as long as they are quiet yeah but and, and or, or watching the the freaking movie that we all paid to see yeah well if it came down to it i i wouldn't be upset if it was that packed and there was people next to me i wouldn't have been but i i did have space to move so i just moved my seat like it wasn't even that big of a deal i just moved over because there was nobody on the other end of me um but still be quiet please people right so i know you're dying to talk about spider-man i've been dying Mm -hmm. to talk about spider-man it i am going to keep it spoiler free so we'll try we'll try i'll try it, it, because there might be some other plot points that people would find spoilerish actually i just rewatched the trailer to notice certain things that i was going to talk about oh wait it's not in the trailer so i best better not touch on that then the thing is like they they the one thing i will say what they teased you with like i feel like a lot of people were just expecting just to get that sort of tease no they delivered 
I feel like with this movie, it, it, it was so nostalgia filled for me in a, in a lot of ways. I really enjoyed the writing, the, the dialogue. There were so many, I call them Easter eggs. I don't call them Easter eggs. I just call them, uh, call, uh, call outs. No, um, uh, shout outs. I call them like um, little treats. Like they're little treats yes. to the audience, audience if you get it. Yeah. Some are, are just, you know, chuckle right in your face and others are so subtle. I really enjoyed I think this third movie was the perfect way to round out the three Spider-Man movies. I feel like overall those three Spider-Man movies, we got like a three-part, oh, I hope this isn't a spoiler, so if it is, like turn your ears off for a second, but we got a three-part origin story. Yeah, I think so. It's 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 so it well done. nice. Um, it was one of the best MCU movies I've ever seen but for very different reasons. Um, the rest, like, the character development in this movie was some of the best out of all the MCU. I I think it, it really is. Um, for the first time, you have Spider-Man who's, who has you know, no real adult above him, and he's having to rely on his friends, and that brings in you know, his two friends more into the spotlight, which adds a lot of weight to the story. I feel at this point he's been given the chance to have more character range or more range with the character um, to give it a lot more depth than the fun loving Spider-Man we've known prior. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think of what to say without spoiling stuff. I know some of the way, yeah, I, I'll say it again. Some of the way they did things, I really, really appreciated. I feel, okay, I'm going to have to do a little spoiler just because of the cast. So I want to talk about someone who's in the movie. Okay, so that's enough of a, a buffer for people to be like, no, I don't want to hear this. So James Franco is in this movie, right? He's the Green No, 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 that, no. That's, that's William. William, sorry, William DeFranco, yes. I don't know if his last name's DeFerro. I think it's like DeFerro. It's not, you're, you're confusing it William. with, with the, the, the dude that played his son who has like a similar last name. Yes. But it's I William am. Defoe, I want to say. Yes, William Defoe. Thank okay. you. Willem Defoe. Willem Defoe. I thought he was phenomenal. I, he blew my mind. He was the best thing in that movie. It was, oh my God, good. It was, holy shit, good. It was, I, I it think was. He, it was amazing. I think he really wanted to be back in, and there, there's truly going to be nobody else that could play that character than him. I think he should get an Oscar for that. Yeah. It gave me tingles. It was, yes, Jerry Gamer, thank you. It was, it was amazing. It was awesome. It was, I can't describe it well enough. It was Go see this movie, wait for Willem to appear on screen, and you tell me if it doesn't blow your friggin' socks off. Because it was, it was some of the best, it was some of the best scenes uh, in any movie I've seen in a very, very, very long, long time. It was phenomenal. Um, and, and when you see it, I'm not going to say anything else, then you see exactly why with the context in which what he's doing and what he's dealing with. I was just like, oh my god, that is, that is awesome. By the end of the movie, I barely realized it was a three-hour-long movie. And I was left like, you know, this could have gone... Like, and not a single moment in this movie felt wasted. Yeah. Um, it, it just... it From one scene to the next, it flowed really well. It didn't weigh too heavy, like, where it didn't need to be. Or try to carry in some other areas. Like, every moment was used perfectly. And I was like, you know what? This could have been, like, probably a three-and-a-half-hour movie. And I would have been totally fine with that. I didn't notice the first hour. It was just gone all of a sudden. Um, yeah, even the, the slow parts 
were so well done with character development. I mean, I'm going to say that over and over again because I really don't know how how better to say it. Uh, as they have their characters with their dialogue, make their choices, um, internalize and rationalize those choices, shows what kind of people they are or becoming and what they've been put through, what's important in their lives, how they feel about it. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree with what you what you told Crowell. like, go see... Um, the last two Spider-Man movies first. I feel you should see um, uh, what, what, what's right before No Way Home. Um, far Homecoming. From home. Homecoming. Oh, no. Oh, uh, Far I From thought, Home. You're right. You're right. You're right. Go, I think it's important or important enough to go see Far From Home because there is a direct connection uh, at the end of Far From Home to this movie that, I, in my opinion, it helps make it a little bit better. Um, it, it's definitely not necessary. They do a very good job of when last we left off, we saw Spider-Man in this situation. But I think it's I think it's worth it. And even after watching it, I want to go see that how it ended again um, because I do recall it. I think just some of the specifics I want to refresh my memory. Like with my Regal Movie Pass, I would not be opposed to going back and seeing the movie again if I was like bored at home. Like I, I would totally go watch the movie again. It's so good. So I'm I'm kind of hoping you go and see it this coming week, Curls. Um, mm-hmm. So that way, like, next week, just have a spoiler-free discussion. Just just kind of a heads up for the podcast. Yeah. That's actually the uh, the title of the next Spider-Man movie, Bored at Home. <laughs> you know what? That would actually kind of play in very well, all things considered, going on. Spider-Man Bored at Home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was really I was really surprised. I think that has to be my favorite MCU movie. Like I enjoyed the MC, you know, the Marvel movies, but I think this one just kind of blew me away. It gave me more than what I was expecting. I can't compare this to the others because to me it's fundamentally different. This to me is it's a wonderful life. So if you watch it's a wonderful life, it's a friggin' three hour movie of straight character development. I think the action sequences in this movie were so, um, it it wasn't an action movie. They were so quick and and done with uh, for the most part. Um, And then they got back to the character development bit. Some of the battles I thought were just amazingly done and they were over in the span of five minutes. So. I'm, I'm happy you say that because a lot of times when an action scene starts up, I'm like, okay, well, here's like the next 15, 20 minutes. Um, but I felt like they added, there were, for the story, just the right amount of action mixed in. Like they knew when it needed to stop. So it was, it was, it was enough. It was good. And I mean, I, I keep, I keep saying this, but in different ways. I think even some of the, the supporting characters, character development, I, I thought was, was bang on and very uh, true, very respectful of their original movies um which i thought was was amazing to do uh so yeah i'm there's a couple there's always room for improvement since it wasn't me that did the movie you know what i mean like oh i would have done this i would have wanted to see that i've said that before but yeah just so good uh am i gonna see it again i don't know it's not like i said it's not an action movie so it's not something i'd run right back to to try to watch different action sequences it's a it is a fine scotch that you just sip and enjoy. Yeah, like maybe in a month or so when it's still in theaters and the hype has kind of really died down and I just want to go just kind of sit alone in a loud-ass movie theater, I'm like, I'll totally go see it again. 
I mean, I have the Rico Pass, so why not? It's not like it's costing me an extra 15, 20 bucks. Yeah, it's true. Kind of the nice thing, like, I'm kind of happy I did that, because I'm like, oh, shoot. I can kind of get out of the house a little bit more. Yeah. But I do yeah, highly I, recommend it. I'm going to think about it more. I'm going to probably enjoy it the more I think about it. Especially now that I can go search the internet for, for information on it. I, I find that the more I read about movies after the fact uh, allow me to enjoy it in other ways after I've seen it as well. Oh, yeah. Like, I've gone on YouTube and I'm like, okay, now I can, like, you know, listen to other people's opinions, you know, spoiler free. Um, because I kind of noticed before going to the movie, I tried watching one that was spoiler free. And they're just kind of like, it's really hard to talk about this movie. You just yeah. need to go see the movie. And I, I think that's uh, respectful of how good the movie is. Mm -hmm. Because it's hard to pick out one scene because the scenes so well mesh together that oh i can't talk about that because those characters in it and oh those those people over there are doing that oh when they do this with this character over here they were very careful in what they showed in the the trailer oh um, gosh i literally just careful. watched it yeah I, I sorry i just watched it again uh right at the beginning of this conversation and i'm like holy crap this was one of the best trailers in retrospect i've ever seen because it reminds me of Deathloop. It's like, that's not what the movie's about. You put that in there, but that's not what happens. It Well, I mean, it happens like that, but not in that context. Yeah, like they kind of, it feels like they're, they're going to give you um, this taste of, you know, this old character that you like. No, they give you like a whole fucking jug, pardon my language, and like, here you go. You know, like it, it yeah. was that, that trailer and what you got was just superb. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Give it an Oscar. And I'm actually serious. I want to see the nominations. I want to see Willem Dafoe. And I want to see at least one other character get a nod. Who else? I mean, I Tom say. Holland, but... I can't. It might be a spoiler if I said. But I can't say who's in it. I know people uh, are going to guess, but I don't want to... Oh, that's a question for next oh. week then. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's really good. I, I'll be happy when it goes on Disney Plus, like in the end, and I can just kind of watch it carefree. Watch one. Did you watch the two end scene credits? I saw the first one right after, like the cool um, first series of credits. Uh, okay. I didn't. So there's another one after the, the long section. Yeah. So the first one, I thought, give. Take it or leave it. It, it. It's in as a joke. It's. It was cute. I thought it was just cute. That's a perfect way to put it. It was just cute. Um, but you could take it or leave it, right? The second one is like a friggin' trailer. I think it literally is <gasps> just a trailer, isn't it? Oh, I gotta go back and see the movie now. Again. Oh, it's it's a long, and you're like this. The context is, and it, it's a it's a trailer, and it it's gonna be mind blowing. Um, I'm really glad. They did their casting the way they do. Uh, Doctor Strange, I think, is just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch is... He, he's a great actor, and he plays Doctor Strange really well. And I think, like, him and Peter Parker, their their, their dynamic was was kind of nice. Like, they played off of each other really well. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, I did love that um that that one... Talk about fight scenes. I did love that one fight scene. See if you know what I'm talking about. No, because where it's I, kind I, of the merging of like their two worlds, like oh yeah 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 yeah, like, that that was like some really cool nottage going on. Yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah, and oh some of the other stuff in the background. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this is, I like, I likey. 
it, it was really nice. Uh, hold on, I have to look something up here because I'm gonna get once again. I'm looking. I'm looking up the actor's name before I talk about this, um, and I don't think they're in it. Could you imagine trying to like talk about a game completely being like you know that one scene? Like that was really cool. Just completely understanding. And just poor curls over there, like what? Curls, you gotta see it. You gotta go see it. I really want to hear your opinion and Jim's um, once this is once you go and see it. Alrighty. Um, yeah. So uh, there's another um, TV actor in the in the series The Flash that I think um, does a very good job. But he's anyway. Sorry, it's a real, I was confusing him with uh, Benedict Cumberpatch. Um, but yeah, as, as him as Doctor Strange, um, it's just so bang on. It's such an easy watch. Man, they, they did such a good job. Yeah. So well written. But I think we could sit here all night and say that. Just repeat it over and over again. Yeah, poor Curls is like, I'm gonna lose my mind. So I think no. this is probably a good part, a good time, good place to end it. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, nothing but spoilers. Poor girls is like, oh my god, I gotta go see it now, or else they just won't shut up. But we don't closely monitor Twitter anymore. If you want to talk about games or interact with us, please join our Discord. You can find the AFK Podcast at the afkpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Twitch stream, YouTube, and Discord. Join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussion. So from me, from Curls, and from Logan, bye! Peace. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Hey. Merry Christmas! Yeah, that's right. Hope y'all have a great Christmas. Bye-bye.